0: Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Blessing Place Wesley Chapel. We hope you feel honored, empowered, and full of faith because of what you hear. And we would love to see you at our gathering soon. For more resources like this, head to trpfamily.org. He was well-equipped with knowledge in strategic war. This man understood the building of fortifications in enemy territory. This man understood... This man was responsible in feeding his army and maintaining an atmosphere of courage. He was prepared with the best armor and weapons for battles of more than a thousand men. Most men of his caliber carried a double-edged sword of 18 to 24 inches, a sword that was made to wound the enemy and not only cut. Um, He had 15 to 20 years, usually, he had um, a man of his caliber, had 15 to 20 years of experience, and he moved the levels and ranks. Um, Maybe he was on his point to become part of the Senate, and he actually was appointed by a Senate or an emperor. And so, who's this man, Pastor Jessica? This man is the centurion. We're going to go to the book of Matthew, and we're going to read in chapter wait, 8, and we're going to read from 5 to 10, and then we're going to skip to verses 13. You could take out your phones. You could follow us in the screen. So I'm going to just read it from here, actually. I like uh, before... back in Connecticut I used to stand on the screen and have a pointer so I'll just do that when he had entered Camperman a centurion came forward to him appealing to him lord my servant is lying paralyzed at home suffering terribly and he said to him I will come and heal him but The centurion replied, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be healed. So this is the centurion. Okay, so let me read that one too. For I am a a man under authority with, with soldiers under me, and I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to a servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he marveled and said to those who follow him, truly I tell you, with no one in Israel have I found such faith. You can leave that up there. So again, I describe the centurion man. That had, had status, had clout. It says that um, the Roman, right there, the Roman, um, the ancient Roman army um, was a well-fueled killing machine. That's when I was doing my study. That's what they, they kind of like um, said about them. They, they didn't play. And then so the centurion had a hundred men. Most people you people know that a centurion was in charge of a hundred um our soldiers, and usually they used to have six centurions with an army of six hundred. So this was no joke. This man had power, this had this man had status, this man had had a out. this man learned this centurion was a man that came in with new soldiers and they did boot camp they did the boot camp they told them go here to the left go here to the right go straight go forward and they were no joke and they were dressed for the occasion they had the right armor and not only did he do that it says that it says that when the centurions went out to war they just they they didn't only like he wasn't only leading from the front he was distinguished he had a different army um uh, different armor you know like the ones with those big feathers going this way or the, it's, it's not feathers it's like this red thing going this way or white thing going that way they had a helmet that was very heavy and distinguished like when when he was fighting in the war you kind of knew that who was a centurion he had clout he had power he was seen fighting in the battlefield but not only that he he knew he knew, he was an expert in supervised the building and fortifications of the enemy's territory he knew every detail he knew every detail and not only that he made sure that the men that were under him had courage the men that were under him right was ready for the change so i'm t- he's training he's telling them the strategies he's and then not only that He was responsible for feeding them well. Yeah. Sounds like a father to me, huh? (laughs) Training up, equipping them, getting, make sure, make sure that their armor is well on, making sure that they're well fed because, you know, probably, I don't know, but when my husband doesn't eat, he's hangry. So he need, he need it, right? He needs, they need to be fed well. Because if they're starving, you know, you're not going to have a great army. He needed to have all the knowledge to go into the enemy's camp and territory, step on them, and lead their men to war. And not only that, so imagine this. So there's 600 men. There's six centurions. They, all the centurions had to stand side, by, stand side by side and make sure that they were in agreement because how can two um, walk together if they're not in agreement? guess what he had a slave and this slave became a servant and how do i know that the research <laughs> and <laughs> but this servant i was doing the um the research and that word right there servant in the bible is doulas and the doulas is that he his his servant, his actually his slave Um, gave himself as servant to live in the master's house so he he nailed his ear to the door of of the master's house which was the centurion and he became part of the household so this was not whatever servant servant that the centurion was trying to get a, a a miracle for this is someone that lived in his house that was part of the family that nailed his into the door to become part of the household the doulas we are doulas i don't know if you guys understand you you have to go to jesus lab to to get that <laughs> good plug huh <laughs> <laughs> so that we're no lo- we're no longer slaves we're lo- we're now servants we're we're son and daughters of god we no longer stand on the outside we are in the inside and this servant was from the inside and with all his strategies, the centurion, with all his strategic um, knowledge, with being able to know go into the enemy's camp and know where to step and where to go, and even though that he had the best armor, he still couldn't bring healing. But something was happening around, and he heard about it, and he was hearing that, the jesus ha, 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 was walking around and doing miracle signs and wonders and he was like see a man with power and authority recognizes another man with power and authority all right he said, I could just imagine the centurion, this is not part of the word. I'm just paraphrasing, kind of dreaming and kind of saying, he must have been walking back and forth because this is man that lived under his roof. This servant must have been very important and helped him probably put on his armor, probably just um help hold his double-edged sword that could wound. And he knew the importance of having his servant, his friend, probably more than a friend, and kind of saying, you know, I need him for for for." For the army I need him for when I go to battle we need each other we are from the same house who do I go to how do I handle this how can I handle this a man strategically trained didn't know what to do a man with clout a man with authority a man (laughs) with intellect and he was like well I guess I have to go to that name the man named Jesus he must have authority. He must have power because when he speaks, people are standing up and walking. Huh. So probably my servant that's been paralyzed and been tormented in some, um, in some versions, I don't even know if it says it in, in different versions of the Bible, says that um, his servant was paralyzed but being tormented as well. So to see someone being tormented, being paralyzed and tormented, it hurts the heart to see that condition. But he recognized the name of Jesus. He recognized that there is power and authority. So he goes to Jesus. And see, (laughs) the reason I'm saying this and the reason that I'm bringing this is that you have to understand your assignment. And he understood that this assignment was way above his, his status. He was part of a powerful, powerful army. He was powerful. Like, nobody's going to mess with him, because he gives the word, and they move left to right, or they go forward, they go backward, they'll lie down, they'll swing their sword at his command. So he knew the power of declaration. He acknowledged the power of declaration in Jesus, even he, not even having an encounter with him, because how did he know how to go to Jesus? He heard about Jesus. <laughs> and he understood the assignment, that this assignment was way above his status. <laughs> so what does he do? First of all, let me just read the definition of declaration. So in the dictionary... Declaration is the act of declaring announcements. A declaration, a positive, explicit, and formal statement or 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 proclamation. A declaration of war, something that is announced, avowed, or proclaimed. A formal statement presenting a plaintiff's claim in an action. (laughs) That's good. A complaint. A statement especially by a witness. A statement made to an official. So he goes. He's walking. That's my back, you know, that's my background noise, you know. Or it would be like doom 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 doom. So he goes to Jesus and he, he stands before the King of Kings and the Lords of Lords. And I don't think many were, were recognizing him at that time while he's doing miracles, signs, and wonders as king of kings and lords of lords. But there was a revelation inside of him. Because sometimes when you have someone or you're dealing with pain or something that needs to be healed, that's when your eyes become open. I don't know about you, but this is the season of pain and pressure and I think that, no, I don't think I know that in that situation, God's, God's plan and purpose and destiny is revealed in the pain. And you might need a healing in a place. You need a miracle now. You need a shift in your atmosphere so sometimes you have to go through uncomfortable situations and things so that you could re-reset your ears and your eyes towards Jesus. So that you could recognize him as king of kings and lords and lords and sometimes you know what it's hard for me to prepare because in this season i've been going through around in circles jesus what do i do what do i do what do i do have you ever felt like that i don't know i know jesus i've been preaching about jesus and teaching about jesus more than 20 years of my life but some days and sometimes in life situations we are spinning like a top And our eyes and our ears have withdrawn from the name above all names. But God is saying and God is speaking, know the power of declaration. Go to the source. This man with all his status and intellect didn't have the solution. So he went to the source. And this is the season of going to the source. This is the season where you learn how to pr- pr- pray and proclaim and declare your victory. Because, see, he didn't have the Jesus living on the inside of him. He just recognized the Jesus that, was on, that he heard of. But something is different. We're from a different army. We're not part of a centurion um, army or the Roman ancient em- emperor's army. We are a part of the kingdom of God army. And see, the enemy will come, and sometimes we are not skilled, and we do not know what buildings of fortification he's building in our life to try to detour us. But we do know the name of Jesus, and we do know that we walk in power. And so sometimes we have to open ourselves up back to the name of Jesus and say, not by my power, not by my mind, but by your spirit. And I carry a double-edged sword. (laughs) it's not like the sword that the centurion had the centurion had a double-edged sword that that would wound the enemy but guess what he had to lay that physical sword and he had to go to jesus that was the sword that was the sword with the double-edged um the the double-edged sword so we need Friday, Freedom Fridays, First Fridays is stepping back into saying, let me do a research, reset in this week, because I need the double-edged sword. I need the word of God living in the inside of me because the things and the things that are happening around my life and the things that the weight we carry with our family, with our work, with our situations, just have us spinning around like a top. I don't even know if the young people knows what that is. (laughs) It's a thing that we used to use, put a string on it, let it go, and it used to keep on just spinning. Don't make fun of us because we're old, okay? (laughs) But if there is a complaint, it says, don't worry about nothing but bring everything with prayer and supplication before the Lord the word says come boldly before the throne of grace and pastor who did the mini sermon of my sermon because our house is leaning in to the king of kings and the lords of lords we're leaning uh, i want to lean forward into the double-edged sword Because I know maybe my work, my word is not functioning. But if I leave myself aside, if I abandon my entitlement, if I abandon my will and what I think should be and I surrender and lean inside, I want the double edged sword to come through me and wound every place. That may have a lie connected to it. You know why? I'm going to tell you. The word says that he's a sword, double-edged sword, that it, it severs soul from spirit so the soulish area your will mind and emotions that the enemy tries to infiltrate in times of testing when you lean into the double-edged sword when you lean into Jesus the king of kings it severs the lies it severs and you start declaring what the word says and you start decreeing the word of God when we're praying it's no it's not just like little prayers It's not. It's greater. You don't know. You don't know what's happening in the supernatural. Okay? When you start praying on Friday, the enemy was under our feet. He's still under our feet today. He has no power. He has no might. Huh. We stand in the power of his might, not our might. And when we know how to lean unto the word, we know how to lean onto Jesus. And let me tell you something. I'm preaching, but I need it. Because I don't want to be holy some days. (laughs) Let me tell you something. I was telling, I think it was Fritz. I was like, I want to take my fist out and go boom. But it's not my power. It's not my mind. I don't wrestle against flesh and blood. It's a spiritual fight. And I'm going to tell you that prayer, prayer, (laughs) prayer is spiritual exercise. It's better than the centurion training. Prayer teaches you how, how to walk into the territory of the enemy and get back what the enemy thought he stole from you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the Holy Spirit, you start praying, and you know, it says, the word says, that the Holy Spirit will guide you to all truth. It will lead you, guide you to all truth. And guess what? How do you get that in prayer? You pray, and all of a sudden you start getting downloads and revelations. You'll be like, ooh, what is all of this? And then you have to connect with other people that do that as well. I'm going to tell you I've survived all these years being married, hallelujah. <laughs> Having five. <laughs> Having five kids, hallelujah! And now a grandchild, hallelujah! (laughs) By the power of prayer. I didn't. I'm not an intellectual. I'm not a theologian. I don't have a degree in divinity. Yeah, I don't. But I know what I—the degree I do have. Don't mess with me. (laughs) Because there's one that's greater in me, in inside of me. (laughs) <laughs> huh, 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 huh. Don't mess with me because you know who's going to get you Jesus. You know who's going to bind you up and mess you up, Jesus. And this is what we need in this time in the time of this world. Cuz it's easy to come into agreement with a lie because you're we're surrounded by lies. This world is teaching some lies. <laughs> that's infiltrating the church, that's infiltrating our schools, that's infiltrating our workplaces and we need to be girded up with the word of God, a double-edged sword that will cut through the th- the lies and we have to go into our secret place head well, head down. Joel chapter 2. Let the priests put their, their, their heads between their knees and start weeping and wailing and calling up because we need the revelation of the truth to spread around the earth. There's a, there's, ooh, there's a level up in Wesley Chapel. There's a level up. I'm telling you something that the centurion ranks of twenty or fifteen years don't you know what he's the redeemer of time. You know that I've always prayed that Lord you're the redeemer of time, and he has been the redeemer of my time. but then I went to Jesus' lab and then um I did it I haven't read the book um, um Time Bender, and it's true some some sometimes what took pastor fifty years or forty years to learn, he teaches it one Sunday and you know it in one day. That's what, he, what, the, what the author of the book was sharing with us. So you guys are getting downloads. He's been the redeemer of time. You don't have to go study for four years at school because pastor already did it and he's teaching us. He's equipping us to go into enemy territory. He's equipping us with the word so that we will know how to go in and go in with authority. We know how to speak the word and that the declarations have to go forth. And you, you know what happens? When the Israelites um, took their instruments and started praying and singing, the walls fell down. And this is the powerful, mighty God that live, is living on the inside of you. Are you understanding your assignment? Are you understanding your assignment? Because it's not time to play patty cake and sit on a chair for real for real it is time to stand up or it is time to bow you have to know what season it is is it time to stand up for you or is it time to bow because some of us have to stand up in authority and take back everything the enemy so he comes to kill steal and destroy you say no but God came to give me life and life abundantly but sometimes I have to bow and repent because my heart needs a a reset, because my thought system needs a reset, because the situations and the influences are taking my identity in Christ Jesus as a son or a daughter and I'm acting like an orphan. But you're not an orphan, you're part of God's army. The power of declaration. There's power of life in the tongue. Power of life and death in the tongue. The word says that it's, so, it's such a small member, but it has a lot of power. It's like the rotor on a big boot. It steers you to the left. It steers you to the right. You decide what kind of declaration you're going to start declaring in this season of your life. You decide if you have to stand or bow, but don't give up don't give up and if you're feeling weak in this season you have brothers and sisters let me tell you i love our family wesley chapel is the bomb diggity (laughs) because we need each other we have to stand by side by side so i just like lean in to pastor rachel and i'll be like girl pray for me and i know that when she prays over me the fire is gonna just. Whoosh. Hallelujah. Get Pentecostal with me here. <laughs> Don't let me get a Pentecostal. For real. Which is it? Amen. And with my husband in the middle of the night. Oh, <laughs> yes. My husband in the middle of the night, he'd be like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's so humble. (laughs) But the fire falls, yes. And I was like, pray for me in the day. He said, wait, I'm playing pool. I'm in the, I can't do it now. And then he sees me in the middle of the night looking up. Then I feel his heavy hand go. And then he starts praying. I was like, why didn't you do it earlier? I need you to do it earlier. But I received it. I received it, boo-boo. You did a good job. You did a good job you did a good job i love you see it's it's not my and it's not when i want it's when god wants because sometimes we want it now but the lord said you're not gonna get it now you're gonna rely on me your husband is not gonna lay hands on you oh that's another lesson i had this week no Mm -mm. stand still and know that i am god yes no one else, see, there's gonna be season where you need someone to pray over you, um, spit the fire of the Holy Ghost on you, you know, get the get the Pentecostal or don't let me stop saying that. You know, just lay the hands on you, strengthen you, encourage you. But sometimes you need to encourage yourself in the Lord like David did. He had to encourage himself because he was going through some stuff. He he was a depressive man, then he would be happy, he would be slain, and then he's defeated, and he had encouraged himself, right? So do you understand your assignment? So you understand the power of declaration because the Lord is just teaching Wesley Chapel how to declare the will of God that even though we don't got our building, we could come together and worship the Lord. And not having our building is not going to stop what God wants to do with us. It won't stop it. it won't every word <laughs> is no and void. It's no and void. The enemy has no power. So I just want to read a few scriptures. Because I think you got the point. We got the point. And I already said it, but I just want to read it out loud. Hebrews 4.12, ESV, for the word of God is living and active. Is it dead? No, the word says is living and active sharper than any two-edged sword piercing to the division of soul and spirit of joints and marrow discerning the thoughts and intentions of heart. Ephesians 6 17 and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God. Jesus is our sword understand the assignment i don't want you to start looking for an assignment that's not the pressure that that i'm trying to say here i'm just saying take up the authority that god has given to you through christ jesus he's in graft in us he's in living on the inside of us and this is the season for many to stand up and there's this is a season for many to bow down and i don't know where you're at in your life right now but i know that there is a powerful god that wants us to lean into him and to know the power that we have within him and to declare the word so that when when you declare look this is something that um Um, prophet david wagner i learned this from him i know him he's from Pensacola, here florida and he always used to visit our church he 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 built up our staff and he would say my his word in my mouth is just as powerful of his than his word coming out of his own mouth And so that's what we're learning in this season, that the word of God inside of us is just as powerful as him speaking into us. So when we open uh, our mouth and make a sound, a declaration, a proclamation, we are sending out a decree in the supernatural. And we are either building up what God wants to do or we're tearing down everything the enemy is trying to do that's the power that we have that's the anointing that's upon this house there's an anointing that's power that whatever wants to whatever want no weapon formed against us shall prosper the gates of hell should not prevail against us and every word that's spoken against us will be put to shame that is the word that's our decree that is our inheritance so father god we thank you we thank you for the power of declaration we thank you for the power of knowing the assignment. We thank you, Father God, because you're lifting us up to a different level, a different rank of recognizing your, the wholeness and the wholeness of your power living and residing in the inside of us, Father God, Lord, that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love, power, and of a sound mind. And I speak the sound mind in the spirit right now because the enemy's trying to confuse and the enemy's trying to put mental health issues upon his church but you've given us a spirit of a sound mind we cut off every assignment that is not of you and we release the power of the holy ghost upon this land this territory and we say yes and amen to what you want to do in tampa bay father god release your holy host upon this land lord god there is an army and we are here waiting and we say yes and amen let the fire of the holy ghost reside so powerfully in this city that it will tear down any darkness in the name of jesus not by our power not by our might but by the spirit By the Spirit of the Lord, I say, those soldiers that have been dead in this city in Tampa Bay, arise in the name of Jesus. Recognize the authority of the name of Jesus, the name above all names. Let it be known from the east. Let it be known from the west. Let it be known from the south. Let it be known from the north. Oh, hallelujah oh hallelujah hallelujah because we're not ashamed of the gospel we are not ashamed of the gospel oh so let's stand on our feet (laughs) let's pray let's pray let's pray let's lift up our hands and walk in the authority we speak your power and your word going forth father god we speak your power. Let's pray out loud. Let's bless our city. Let's bless our family. Let's bless. Let's bless TRP. TRP Carrywood, TRP South um, South Tampa Campus. South Tampa Campus. Um, let's bless Tampa Campus. We're going into a fight that's already victorious. Because his name is above all names. Lord, you're about to release your power. You're about to release your fire father God and Lord Jesus in this in this together we come forth right now as the church of God Lord we are knitting you we are your tapestry and we say do as you please father God let no man hallelujah take credit for what you're doing father God but let your name be known father God in Tampa Bay let your name be known Lord God we pray Lord Jesus that people will start being healed as they even that Day, Lord God, sitting in their houses, sitting in their houses in Tampa Bay, Lord Jesus and Pasco Carney, Father God, in all the places from the east, west, north, and south. Father God, let them feel the vibration of the worship of your church. Ah, uh, let the anointing, the oil of God be Lord God, drizzled, ha, ha, ha pouring out as waves of glory upon Tampa Bay we are a part of that army we are a part of the name Yeshua Mashiach. oh we say Yeshua Mashiach, come do as you please we need you today we need this nation needs you this needs you we come to you we bow to you we stand to you we call upon you declaring your will here on earth as it is in heaven we bind up darkness and we loose your light your power your might upon this land lord let yourself be known ha 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 let your name be known let your name be known let your name be known, let your name be known. Come on, come on. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. There's power in your mouth. 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 Lord, we say yes and amen to your will. We give you glory. We give you praise. We say holy, holy, holy. Father, we surrender. We place our crowns before your feet. Feet. ha 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 we place it before your feet father god and we say thank you for your power thank you for your glory lord let yourself be known ha 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 let the word that resides in us, Father God, like in Psalms twenty-three, Lord God, my cup runneth over. Let the little cups fill the medium cups. Let the medium cups turn into larger cups. Let the Lord, we are your vessels. We are your vessels. We are your vessels, Father God. We are your vessels. <laughs> in the name of Jesus, I feel that some things are already falling off things are falling off ha 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 Lord Abasha things are always falling off right now in the name of Jesus things are falling off God is doing a new thing you have to just receive it you have to just receive it you have to, re- to don't look at the messenger look at the look at the one that died in the cross and resurrected on the third day the king of Kings and the lords of lords <laughs> his power is seated it's just like his blanket of power ha. Huh? Ha. <laughs> Thank you for taking away the paralyzing spirit. <laughs> the tormenting spirit. That's what you did with the servant, the centurions, the centurions servant. You took everything away that paralyzed him. You took everything that tormented him. And I'm speaking that in the name of Jesus. That everything that wants to paralyze or torment your body doesn't have power, doesn't have clout, doesn't have the weight of the glory. The power of the glory of God is weightier than anything else, and it breaks the anointing, breaks the yoke hey 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 the power of declaration that greater he who's in me than he who's in the world the power of God hey, hey 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 in the name of Jesus take it up download it download it the centurion status wasn't greater than the status of God and the power of God the living word and the Lord is releasing the, I am the word of God in 3D. I know the power of declaration. I know the power of an assignment. And I will become his hands. I am his hands. I am his feet. I am his mouthpiece. I am his eyes. Ha, ha, ha. And I will look with the filter of love towards all humanity I will hear ha, 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 what God is saying i mute out every voice Lord God, everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ whoop, lock it down to the obedience of Christ Jesus, any voice that's not yours, cut off cut off mute I say you do not belong hey haha we refuse to receive doubt we refuse to receive any word that tries to cancel our assignment because it won't be canceled it won't be aborted we don't receive that we don't receive that we're giving birth we're giving birth we're giving birth the the centurions um, also carried a rod, a very strong rod. It was made, um, it was made by the cypress tree. It was made by something else, but then they would use the cypress tree, tree and it was very hard. And to make, I was looking up with the cypress tree. It says that the cypress tree doesn't need a seed for it to grow. You just cut it a certain way and you um, in, the, in, in the research, it says you wound the branch, and then you connect it to something, and it will grow roots. We are connected to, to to the. We are the branches. He is the branch. Jesus is the branch. We're connected to him. We he cuts and he wounds. the cutting of whatever we need to be cut out of, yes. and be, whatever we need to attach us, we need to attach to Jesus. He's the branch. He's the shoot. Of jesse right and then you connect it we connect it to him and our roots are gonna grow strong there's some roots that need to get stronger yes, this word is for this house yes, it's for this house God God. we have mature mature saints but we have new saints. but there's a season that we're they're not there we're not going to be able to tell each other apart there's not going to be a gap because the new ones are gonna be walking just like the older ones. Because he's the redeemer of time. Right. Because in his presence there's fullness of joy, right. and he's releasing a new That's joy. Right. Right. He's releasing, releasing revelation. And God is doing something new. He's He's shifting and turning. He's shifting and He's flipping the script tear down every covenant that you've made with the enemy every lie tear it up today doesn't belong to you tear it up sometimes you made a covenant with the words that you spoken I'm just feeling this I'm going forth you've made a covenant with the words of your mouth and the enemy is using those words to attach himself and keep you bound to something but the Lord is telling you there's the power of declaration and we plead the blood of Jesus we come into agreement whoever you are or whatever just search your words and whoever you are we come forth with you as a house and we plead the blood of Jesus and we sever those lies and because he's the redeemer like only Jesus could backtrack those words he could cancel every curse in the name of Jesus and we speak blessings so that you can know your rightful place in the kingdom of god your sonship and your daughtership because you don't have to only go to jesus but jesus is living on the inside of you and if someone here needs to needs to renew their vows with jesus they say i really i I really haven't received him I, i really haven't give him lordship over my life and today i want to receive him and say you are the lord of my life i want to follow you you come and you can come and receive him i want the prayer team to come up i'm telling you there is anointing today there's an anointing every sunday i'm not trying to say there's anointing today come here no but there is an anointing there's an anointing so that you could get prayed for. There's like God, there's a prophetic word in the, the lips of these ladies. These ladies are powerful prophetic women. If you ever heard Christy prophesy, there's a word, and you've been waiting for the word. It's like, Lord, speak to me. I need a more word. No, come here. We stand here every Friday, every Sunday, and sometimes there's a word in the mouth, in the tongue of the people who are residing up here and they have the word for you, but then you leave the building because you're in a rush and I I understand you want to go to Cracker Barrel. Me too. Or Outback. Or Panda Express is nasty. I don't like Panda Express. (laughs) It's disgusting food. Sorry, Lord. Sorry, (laughs) this is being recorded (laughs) And Kristen, here, she walks in, floating on a cloud. She takes ownership of her identity and her authority in Christ Jesus as a prophetic person. You could just see it coming forth. So if you need a word today, if you just need us to come into agreement, we're here. This is not only for those who, who don't know Jesus. This is, this is family saying, yo, I need prayer. I got ghetto, a little bit urban. I come from an urban setting, sorry. I'm a little gangster preacher too. (laughs) For real, for real, I'm not even joking. (laughs) The shootouts in front of the building, okay? That's how bad it was. Well, in the beginning. But if there's a territory in your life that you need to claim back, there's an area that you just can't shake it off and you just need someone to stand in agreement here, the, the altar's open. Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Blessing Place Wesley Chapel. We hope you feel honored, empowered, and full of faith because of what you hear. And we would love to see you at our gathering soon. For more resources like this, head to trpfamily.org.